All right, fuck it. Yeah, let's do this. Ready? One, two, oh! three, four. Oh! With the man, he's got the salmon back. Salmon's back in January. Orange. The blanket is covering his nether regions. Maybe there's a dog under there with his tongue out, perhaps. But he's got his phone looking at some. We don't want to know what he's looking at. But he's Run DFF at Run DFF. Justin Rogers. I was looking at the new Titans head coach. It's the new Titans head coach, Brian Callahan. Oh, God. There's one. I think that's the first real domino to drop. Pierce got the interim tag off, and so he's the new he's the new Raiders coach officially. We already had Gerard Mayo, so now I think Callahan's the first outside hire. I would love to see. I would like the Justin Fields on the Falcons. Why? Then they're still a quarterback away. Oh, that's what you think, man. I don't know why you're still a hater. When, when you were talking about your quarterback. He still can't throw the ball. He still has games where he puts up like 120 yards passing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Good quarterbacks are not going to do that. But he's also rushing for 100 yards. Which is all fine and dandy in the fantasy world, but you need to move the ball through the air. This is 2024, man. This is not 1992 run-it-down-people's-throat football. Not happening. Okay. It'll be good I need a quarterback who can give you 4,000-plus yards. What do you want, Matt Ryan? Well, no, Matt Ryan's watched. He's old. You know who you want? Baker Mayfield, free agent. No, I want Kirk Cousins if we're going to go that any direction. Please, you, okay, so here's the thing. I, and I, There was rumors today that, that uh, Baker Mayfield is going to command 40-plus million a year. Are you giving Baker Mayfield $40 million if you're a GM or owner? Why not? After one season, listen. He he led the he's led two teams to the playoffs. Yeah, but he's also had some atrocious years with some really bad throws. Right. He's also on a lot of uh, championship rosters too. With Again, that we're talking about fantasy. But are you, after seeing one very good year from him, following two or three very terrible, mediocre years? Are you giving him forty million dollars? You're giving Danny Dimes that much money. Why aren't? Why not? Do you, now, looking back on that, do you feel? Do you think the Giants feel good about that decision? That was never a good decision. No. Okay. So now, why would it be a good decision to give? Baker I don't know. That I money? think the Bucks understand that they need a good quarterback to be successful, and Is they, Baker they, they picked up Baker Makerfield off the scrap heap. Is That's he the right. good quarterback that you just said? Is he yes. the good quarterback? I think Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback. Oh, man. What? I am not nearly as confident after 17 games of good when we have seen two or three seasons straight of bad. You remember last season when Baker had like 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 two days on the Rams and he when he like won, he won, like won the game? Remember that? Yes, I do. He has that magic in him. There is no doubt about it. Remember his rookie year? He came in. Took over for who was it? Tyrod that was there. He took over for Tyrod and killed it against the Jets. And then the next year and the year after that, he looked like trash. I think you like the idea of Baker because you have him on a couple teams and you have had him on a couple teams. I've always been I've been a Baker guy forever. So I was a Baker guy early on. He's not but terrible, I, but I can't ignore three seasons of mediocre 
because he had one very good season. Uh, he was a first round startup pick after his rookie season. I think that's Shane's fault. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shane uh-huh. had him as his QB too. He's like Patrick Mahomes and Baker Mayfield. I'm in this uh, <laughs> the Superflex Army, right? And the banner is a picture of Baker Mayfield. And Pat Mahomes are the only two quarterbacks. <laughs> That's so random. Well, it was not random because Baker was a first round. Right, right. Yeah. You know? And like Mahomes. This league started in like 2019 or something or 2020, whatever yeah, year. Yeah, it had to. Yeah, have. right, right. Because, yeah, this had to have been like a 2019 league. Ooh, I have a trade, a trade offer here. Oh, we, we haven't talked about this. I, I mentioned it in the chat, but as I'm on the Superflex Army, I see Feverish Fenero, Rookie Fever, uh-huh. uh, is offering me a Chan and Sutton for Jameer Gibbs. Oh, yeah. We talked about this in the chat a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 have, not, I have not responded. Oh, you haven't responded? I just realized on, that I, I talked about it and then just forgot all about it. Come on. Yeah. Come on, Dynasty Madman. Uh-huh. So it's the 20th. So it's, he sent it to me on the 20th. So it's only two days. Okay. That's really not that bad. It feels like we had that chat like last Wednesday. Yeah. Man, yeah. That's because we've had a million things to going on in the Patreon and we haven't been able to. Like every time I turn around, it's a new conversation because it's been blowing up. So. Yeah. This was in the middle of the day on the 20th. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to take this because I'm just not an Enchan guy and I am a Gibbs guy. And Sutton yeah, we established way early on when we did that little top five running back thing. Yeah. We established you're not the chain guy. Mm-hmm. I, I am a little cooler on him now after seeing how the Dolphins used him coming off the injury. Because coming off the injury, they just basically backed off completely. Well, he you know he got banged up again his first right. day, his first game back, and then they were like, you know what, we're just going to limit his touches. That's what it felt like. We're just going to limit his touches every time. Every game, the Lions are doing it the right way. You know, they they were like, "Oh, let's sign Montgomery. We'll just feed him. We'll sprinkle in Gibbs. Get him. Get his feet wet throughout the season. He'll be fresh for this playoff run. And, and you know, who knows what happens in the next few seasons? But I, I don't like think they, they I feel like football NFL wise. I mean, he finishes an RB one, but still, I feel like they utilized him properly as a, a rookie running back. Yeah, it was fine. He, he actually had a good a good bit of uh, usage. But I don't see David Montgomery going anywhere. He's on a three-year, $18 million deal. Almost all of that first – almost all of next year is guaranteed. Nice. So he'll be there next year. I'm fine. No, still I'm, be the I'm David fine with the split. I'm okay. I'm okay with the split. I mean – I, I am too because it's been – he's still getting usage. You know, Gibbs is still getting 15, 17 touches a game. Yeah. You know, he's getting like 12 to 14 carries. And 70 targets. Right, right, right. And then three or four or five targets every game. 300 yards receiving on 50 catches, 52 catches. I mean, if he was if he was Rashad White, he'd have caught like 62 of those balls or something. It's, uh, I mean, he had, yeah, he had, yeah, if he had 12, he had 1,200 total yards. Not a bad rookie season. 1,200 yards. And nine and 10 total touchdowns. Right. Kidding me? 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns? You'll take that from anybody any every year. Absolutely. Yeah. I would like more than 1,200 yards for sure. 1,200 yards is a nice. 10 touchdowns? The 10 touchdowns is nice. Yeah. But okay, so what did he finish as? 
I'm gonna pull this up. I wonder what he finished as. Take a guess in uh, PPR scoring. What where you ranked in running backs? Oh, you well, can do where? total and point per game, whatever. Well, he was well, he was probably like the RB nine or ten, right? You nailed. I it. had him as what RB five. He's RB ten. Yes. In points per game, I had him as my like RB five or four or something. And he was RB eight in points per game. So, yeah. So next season he'll be ranked in the top five. If you were to look at the the list right now, of course, CMB. Just are you talking about a redraft rankings or are you talking about? I'm I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking like in, in August when we're talking about guys for 2024. CMC will be above them, right? Okay. Okay. Now, assuming the Rams don't do anything wild, Kyron Williams or Gibbs? Oh, yeah, Williams. Uh, I'm going Gibbs just – Kyron Williams is – would probably have to be right after Gibbs for me. I know he's the man, Kyron Williams. And he, he comes a slight frame just like Gibbs. Are um, you fucking crazy? Let me break into your house right now. What the hell's going on? I, I, no, I'm confused how you're going to take the guy who averaged 21 points a game and be like, you know what? I'm going to get, I'm going to take Jameer Gibbs. And even in the playoffs that he was blowing up, like, no, uh-uh. I know. All right. I mean, in uh, Dynasty and yeah, Dynasty. Well, Di- we're not talking about Dynasty. We're just talking about okay. for 2024. Okay. Brees Hall or Jameer Gibbs? Brees Hall or Jameer Gibbs. I got to go Brees Hall. Bijan or Jameer Gibbs next year? <sighs> Man, this is when it gets. This is where it gets uh, tricky. I know, I know, man. That's a coin flip. Okay, Jonathan Taylor or Jameer Gibbs next year? Gibbs. Rashad White or Gibbs next year? I'm doing all these under the assumption yeah, that it's the same. I mean, honestly, that's tough. Probably, pro- I mean. Oh, we're just talking about like the magazine that you're buying on the way to your the home right. your home yeah, redraft. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> See, you said it'll be he'll be a consensus top five. I'm saying I think it might be a little cloudier than that. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's actually a pretty good bunch of of running backs. CMC, Williams, White, Hall, Gibbs, Cook, Bijan, even Pacheco. Is Cook going to be in there? No, I'm not putting James Cook in that same conversation. Yeah, but yeah, Pacheco can be in the mix. I'm not. I think Barkley might be a like a nice sleeper at this point. I mean, I don't think you need to go heavy running back. It's again, again, you're just you're you're taking running backs. You can you can get a third round running back. In redraft, I'm going heavy running. Back. A, you're going heavy running back. Well, the dead zone running backs were awful this year. Just freaking terrible. What do you mean? What do you mean? Kyron Williams is a dead zone guy. No, Kyron Williams was a waiver wire guy. He wasn't a dead zone guy. Hold on. Let's look at 2023 ADP. Fantasy pros. Fantasy pros. Just to see. This is, yeah, ADP. All right. They they gathered this from. All right. So I went to round round three. All right. Brees Hall was in there. That's good. Ramondre, not great. Oof. JT, not great. Uh, Joe Mixon, eh. Kenneth Walker. I've never been a Kenny Walker guy. Jameer Gibbs was in there. He was good. Um, and rookies are kind of different because rookies in the dead zone, I think that's kind of expected. Like I would rather take 
Uh, Aaron Jones, up till the end of the season, meh. Najee Harris, meh. Kamara was really good. Kamara was great. DeAndre Swift, meh. That's the end of round four right there. Uh, going into round five, Pacheco was good. Miles Sanders, meh. Damian Pierce, meh. James Cook was fine. Rashad White was good. Alexander Madison, ooh, there's a name for you. There's some in there, like James Conner was good. Dave Montgomery, but then you got Javante Williams. Uh, I mean, it's just I don't want to risk that when I can get. If you go to the back to the top of the list, let's just go running backs. Um, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler was meh after the first, but Bijan was was pretty good. Saquon was solid. Tony Pollard was trash. Jacobs, Henry was whatever. Etn. Then you get into that dead zone where Ramondre, etc. So out of all those, Eckler was a bust. Pollard was a bust at the top of the draft. But, man, it was like 50-50 best at best in the dead zone. Mm. Three through five or six. It was 50-50 at best. Yeah, I don't know. There's some good. I don't know. I'm going to be a late running back taker. I'm going to be find the draft rookies and hope that one or two hit out of this class where people are going to absolutely be ignoring the wide receivers, you say? The running backs. They're going to be ignoring the, the rookie running backs because the, the draft capital doesn't look to be there this year. Like third round might be the first running back. Now, speaking of rookies, Travis May does a, a, a rookie poll yeah, mock like draft. Mock thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it every year, and I love it when he comes out with it. He just posts poll after poll. He just gets a consensus, uh, 101, 102, you know, first couple rounds of the draft. And, you know, the first couple of – Picks are kind of what you'd expect. Want to run through it? Starts yeah. out pretty standard. Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr., Drake May. No surprises there. Jaden Daniels. All right, so 104 was Jaden Daniels. 105 was Malik Neighbors. Yeah. 106 was Brock Bowers. And then Roma Dunze. Well, Malik Neighbors is oh, getting Roma a Dunze lot of was 107. Yeah. He's getting a lot of hype. LSU. Well, he should get a lot of hype. He's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I I saw someone on Twitter today that was that had him as his wide receiver one over Marvin Harrison, but you know, you never know, you never know at this point. I don't think value wise I could do it, but I don't know that there's. I think he's closer to Marvin Harrison than yeah. he is to Roma Dunze. Right, right, right. I, mean, I hope I'm saying that name right. I have no idea. You know, DLF has these little blurbs about these guys, and Shane Hallam says he's closer to Harrison than he is to the rest of the wide receiver class, which is what you just said. They're, I swear they're, they're plagiarizing me. I think I've I think I've <laughs> times. Include, I might even put it on Twitter. I don't know. Mm-hmm. PLF, they, secretly, they secretly love the, the hot sauce. Party. Yeah, they're over here listening to the pod and stealing our stuff. You can't resist. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, Adunze was 107. Then it gets interesting. Sure, so, Troy um, Franklin at the 108, not a Michael Penix Jr. I know. This is a super flex. And you might get your fat finger folks that don't read the super flex fine print, but it's still still a good it's still a it's still a consensus by by a long shot from a lot of these yeah. guys. At one oh at one oh eight, or I'm sorry, at one oh nine, Brian Thomas Jr. That's another LSU guy. I've heard of most of these guys throughout the season, you but I haven't heard much out of these two, Franklin and Thomas Jr. Oh, Franklin was Franklin was pretty good, but I didn't expect him to be a mid to late first. I still right. don't expect that. That's kind of shocking that he's that high. 
and then Michael Penix at one oh at one ten. Xavier Worthy at one eleven, and then Keon Coleman at one twelve to to round out the first. Right, and Travis May's dialed into the Debbie world, so he's got a lot of followers that are right that are on these guys. So this is it's a pretty accurate. Judging by years past, it's improved its accuracy. I mean, and they'll, you'll have your randos that, you know, that t- take a shit during the combine, stuff like that, that might affect some of these. That is seven oh, wide receivers in the first round of a super flex. Seven. Well, then it goes Bo Nix at 201, then Braylon Allen. I'm hopeful for Worthy at the 11 because I that's my that's my my HQ one draft spot. Yeah, Worthy and then Bo Nix. Do you think he's going to be anything in, in the fantasy football world? I don't know. I think he's a late first, early second, real pick. If he is first round draft capital. Then he's worth drafting in a 16 team superflex. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But how early? This is a guy who is like 32 years old already. I mean, he's he's halfway to retirement. Do you think he gets drafted in the first 12 picks in the HQ1 draft? No. No. A quarterback that's drafted outside the top 12 in the 16-teamer. That, that's been, that well, will be unprecedented if that, if that happens that way. Is it? Because there will be four quarterbacks that have gone already. That's the key. Is that It's not like he would be the, the second quarterback and he just didn't get touched. It didn't – I think – I mean, it wouldn't be unprecedented because the year that it was Kenny Pickett and Trash, I don't think there were four quarterbacks taken in the first round, much less a fifth one. I could be wrong. I know that I know that a certain someone reached because they put themselves in a bad position with their first pick, and so they had to start reaching on QBs. Whether they reached or not, that's when the, that's when that would that's when the player was drafted. So, so. Kenny Pickett, one hundred three. You're right. Oh, no, no, no. Malik Willis was taking 108. Desmond Ritter went 201. Corral, 202. Howell, 203. Who took Corral at 202? Went Hooten, Ritter, and then Heiser went Corral, Howell, back-to-back. Yep. But that's – I mean, we're talking about those guys with that horrible draft capital. Third rounder. Taking in the top 20. They were were taking in the top 19. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that they're – I mean, it's clearly worth a second rounder. Shit, anybody with a pulse could be worth a second rounder at a six. But if these guys have first round draft capital, like Pickett did, I mean, automatically catapulted him. Right, but well, no, because Pickett got catapulted because there weren't other quarterbacks. If he had been the twenty third pick or whatever he was in another year, he wouldn't be the the third pick overall. Yeah, first round twentieth pick. He's twentieth pick in the first round. Right. Yeah, Yeah. So if he's the twentieth pick and there's two, three, or four quarterbacks taken ahead of him, he's not getting all the way up to the to the uh, third overall pick. Right. It's all relative. I mean, every year is relative. Obviously, some seasons are going to be really bad, like that one with one late first rounder and then uh, a bunch of thirds. That's going to be an outlier year. But yes. it's just going to be hard to find where you have five QBs. Go back to. What year was it when it was Josh Rosen and Baker and all them and Lamar Jackson? That so would be 2018. Blake Corum. Blake Corum, did he come out? I don't even know. I guess he did. Mm-hmm. Um, he's at uh, he's getting into the poll. 
but J.J. McCarthy at the 204. That's Jonathan Brooks at the 205. Is that the first? Yeah. Adane Mitchell. No, he's the RB2. Yeah, with Blake Corum in it. So you're looking at two running backs in the early, mid-second as being the first running backs off the board. Braylon Allen and, and Trey Benson. Our boy Will Shipley is not getting as much hype as I was hoping for. I am disappointed because I do have him in a Debbie league, I believe. Right. Needed him to get some, some love. I don't understand it because he crushed this year. Like he was He's gonna have a good combine too. He's gonna run yeah. low four fours, probably. He's a sprinter. So that should help. That should help his draft capital. What do they estimate his four four time? Mid four four is what they're saying. Could be could I mean, be a little bit faster. He's gonna be quick. Yeah. I mean, DLF has him listed at 5'11", 198. So I'm sure he'll be a couple pounds heavier for the combine. Oh, yeah, for sure. I didn't realize he was quite that light. Because he's he, according to Google, he's 209. 209. Which, you know, who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah, and on Wikipedia, he's 210, 5'11", 210. Well, yeah, well, somebody edited the Wikipedia. Can edit doesn't can well, anybody edit that? I mean, Athlon Sports has him at 210. In back in uh, September, we got him at 5'11", 210. And it's just his list weight at Clemson. I don't know what his real weight is. But... No, yeah, we won't know that until the combine. Right. You know what we should know before the combine, Larry? What's that? Who's going to fill this orphan in the uh, hot sauce league? That's right. Join the orphan, baby. That's we got an orphan. And we actually had two orphans, but I had a guy reach out to me mid-season. Like, hey, if you've got a spot, I want in. So that one is filled. We are going to do a dispersal. It will be these two teams plus anybody else who wants to get in. Um, so if you want to get into the Hot Sauce Listener League, hit me up on Twitter, group me, uh, snail mail, whatever it is. I'll, I'll look at the postmarks on that and make sure I get the right people in. Uh, but, yeah, hit me up if you want to get in on the uh, Listener League. At RunDFF, you know how to find me, yada, yada, yada. So... If you hit up Larry, I may not see it for a week or two. Nah, let me know. <laughs> I'll pass it along. Just that one in. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. That's all it is. First come, first serve. That's how we roll. Yeah. Yeah. So don't let it, don't don't make us put it on Twitter because we don't know. Then some joker will, will, will get in that way. Oh man, I'm, I don't want to do that shit ever. Yeah. Yeah. Some Twitter but, yeah. stalker. But yeah. I, the goal would be let's get this this uh, dispersal going. I'm ready to see some some uh, ADP action out of that. Should be interesting. Some ADP, very cool. Yeah. So Will Levis to T Higgins. That's going to be the one. Is Will Levis really going to be the starter next year? Or are they going to bring somebody in? Did you see enough out of Will Levis this year that you think that they're going to roll with him next year? He looked good at times, sure. Oh, sure, yeah. He looked good at times. And had a great then, debut with DeAndre Hopkins. And then other times, how did he look? He looked like a rookie quarterback uh, he looked on a shitty team. A very, very shitty team and a very rookie quarterback, yeah. Troy and Stevie D in the chat. Oh, look at this. Stevie D. Stevie D making an appearance. That means yeah. he won't be listening with the family this week. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, Larry. Larry is like, who listens to a 
fantasy football co- podcast with their family. And I'm like, wait a second. We have shouted out his daughter. and <laughs> Stevie That's D right. of all people actually absolutely listens or has listened. The, <laughs> so I listened I listened back to after I edited it down. I took a, a nice like the, the patron. Join the Patreon. Fuckers. So if you do, then you can watch the YouTube live link and, and chime in and talk smack with us with friggin' Stevie D and Troy and friends. And then we could talk about some Tua. So I listened to the show last week and I'm like, dude, Run DFF is hammering me over this trade, telling me how it's not about Jordan Love, it was about Tua. This trade was about Jordan Love. Bullshit. Like I said. Had it been about yeah, had it been about Jordan Love, you wouldn't have spammed the league for for other Tua offers. Stevie D had announced in writing, "I am not trading Jordan Love." He said that, so I, I I sent him like this this monster offer, and then I was like, "All right, that's it, that's it. I'm just gonna gonna start now. I'm, I'll just start fucking now that I've already mentally prepared for DJ Moore." Uh, as part of the deal, I'll I'll pass it on for everything else. But yeah, it was all about well. Jordan Love I, was just one of the people that you were willing to move Tua for. I I was ready to move on from Tua, but I really wanted Jordan Love, and this was my only chance to get him because I had Tua, which was kind of similar value. Like it, it was the this league was the only it was the perfect spot for me to to right. get my hands on a Jordan Love. I ran a poll one week apart. From the after the first week of after the regular season and after the first week of playoffs, that's what I did. Two polls but after the regular season. I ran the poll: Jordan Love versus Tua, just that. And uh, Tua won fifty-six percent to forty-four percent. Okay. All right. After the first week of the playoffs, when Tua got bounced, Jordan Love rolled the Cowboys. Yeah. Ran it again. Do you want to? Did you see the poll? Do you want to take a guess what I it was? I did not. I did not. I bet you it was 64 to 36 in favor of love. It was 72 to 28. <laughs> 72. I, I can see it. why. I, I can see why, but that's some recency bias for sure. It, oh. it swung from 56-44 to 72-28 on one game. That's all fantasy football is, is recency bias. Which is why I want to capitalize on that. And that's what Stevie D did. He capitalized on you on you panicking with Tua. He got you. Yeah, he did. Because I probably could have gotten Tua for love straight up in the summertime. Oh, absolutely. Are you talking about this coming summer or next yeah. year? Yeah. Or last year, I mean. No, this or coming summer. summer. Yeah, that's I, I don't know that you could do that this year. Oh, why? That, why? Because the ship has sailed for John Jordan Love? I think you'll have to see games out of Tua, more elite games out of Tua before his value pops back up. He's going to be in that. Yeah, he, he led the league in passing. What are you talking about? He led the league in passing. Yeah, but he also, had, he also had a really rough second half of the season as far as what people were expecting and what he produced. He had a T-Law type of second half. Wasn't great. Well, yes, this is this is what Stevie D read right after uh, he sent Jordan Love my way. He he, he read this article. One okay. of the DLF guys put Love in their top five and declared he's the next Patrick Mahomes. 
Well, let me tell you something. Caleb Williams is the next Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I man. can't do that with uh, with Jordan Love. I like oh. Jordan Love. I think he's in that 12 range probably, that 12, 13 range. I ain't putting him in the top five. Not a chance. Nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. Well, I sent the giant offer to CBD, and after I did that, I said, okay, now that I've included more in this, let me see if, uh, if I can and, – and I got some rejections for, like, the boroughs and stuff, but you claimed right, right. that you were going to put together an offer that I yeah, could not refuse. Yeah, I didn't have time during during work that day. Mm. It is what it is. I'm not – it's fine. I, I think – I'm so happy for Stevie D that he got – that he fucked you that good. I love it. Dude, he got you so desperate for to move Tua that you gave up DJ Moore to move from Tua to Jordan Love. Yeah, Tua was was a journeyman on my team. He he was not. See, Jordan Love and Lamar Jackson are are not are nice. That's a nice quarterback room right there. I'm excited for my Love Jackson duo. I was never excited about Tua. I was always worried about him. It's just, it's, it's just better on, I'm not on my team. I didn't want him taking a hit to the head. When you, when you have 60 quarterbacks start this year, Tua it's played every game. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's just silly to worry about injuries that way. Yeah, exactly. Tua played every game. After all that injury talk, he played every game. And guess what? He's due. <laughs> also, also a stupid <laughs> – a dumb thing to, to even worry about or say. He yeah. is due. He's due. Goodness gracious. I traded Brock Purdy for Cortland Sutton straight up. Like like when he first burst on the scene. Yeah. I was like, I just gotta get rid of him. I gotta get I gotta get rid of him. I can promise you there are a lot of Brock Purdy trades that people regret. Hmm. Yeah, so speaking of which, I never made the deal with um Farrell Joffrey. The we were going back and forth trying to uh-huh. get trying to get Purdy on his team, but he just wouldn't cave. He just kept sending me the two for one. And I wanted more than just I wanted more than two running backs for Brock Purdy. Yeah, all right. So yeah. Like I said, with your QB room, it's a bunch of question marks. Right. And I was okay with you have a lot of question marks, but I don't know if I feel great about a lot of question marks. I mean if and speaking of Jordan Love, Brock Purdy and Jordan Love have identical stats and Purdy threw like 150 less passes than Love. Yeah. So, but you know the all, the other thing is that Purdy had Debo, George Kittle, CMC, and Brandon. Right. Right. And I mean, Jordan, Jaden Reed was the best wide receiver on that. He's the only one on the field. Him and Dubs. Nobody else yeah. was on the field. I mean, the the running back room was a revolving door for the for the Packers. Uh-huh. Jaden Reed had a is was a is a rookie. Watson was out of the lineup more than he was in the lineup. Musgrave was on IR, so they they, yeah, rookie tight end. It's not a comparable situation, that's for sure. Having the two of them, you know. So, did you do any uh, prop bets this past weekend? I I didn't do any prop bets. Um, I did play. So every week, me and some guys from my hometown play some DraftKings stuff. And every week, so I put a lineup together every week, and I've done fairly well. I think I've won like six or seven times this year, something like that. Now, this is like the 
not the sports book stuff. This is when you're doing the head to head, like fantasy football, pick five guys going up. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, it's like pick a lineup kind of thing. Yeah. Like two running backs, three wide receivers, a flex, tight nice. end. And you, and you, you each, there's like, what, like a $10 buy in or something like that? We just, or do, five $5. We just do $5 Venmo. Like we run right. a free contest and everybody just Venmo's each other money. Ah, all right. There you go. So if there's five of us, the first place gets 15, second place gets to keep their money. Keeps the second place doesn't pay out. So the bottom three pay out every week. So, anyways, I had a, I put together a lineup. It turned out to be real good this week. And I did. I had like $2.91 in my account. I, I hadn't put money in there in two or three years, but yeah. I had one, like some little bit here and there. I got cashed that into 21 bucks on, oh, on the yeah. weekend slate. I had, I wish I had had some real money in there because I was, I was doing really good in some tournaments, turning like 10 cents into $4. That's hard yeah. to do. But yeah, yeah. It, was, it was, uh, it was a hell of a lineup. It had Kate Otten and Mike Evans and Baker Mayfield and CMC and ARSB. So it had some pieces in there that, that went off. Yeah, I was looking forward to that Lions game. I, I got in. I finally got into my FanDuel account, which has been just a really challenge. It's just been a ridiculous challenge trying to get into either any of these sportsbook accounts. So just, they, they're just like, oh, your, your password expired. Here's the new password. Reset the password. Here we're gonna send you a code now, and then, you know, say so get check your email. It's like, dude, what the hell? Then you're locked out again. You have to do it all over again. Anyway, for some reason this weekend it worked. Like I got it right in, and uh, I'm like, oh, I like playing messing around with the player props, right? And I was like, oh, let me get a hold of the, let me get a hold of a. If I put ten dollars on, I could the, I could win fourteen hundred. <laughs> yeah. A five player prop. And I came close, but you know, I, it's those. You know, it's funny. I had Mike Evans for 100 yards. He almost had 100 yards at halftime. Laporta almost had 50 yards at, at halftime. So it's like, oh, okay, I'm sitting good with those. This this could be like a nice big shootout game. And I I was banking on Gibbs and Rashad White each getting five receptions. Maybe they came up short with four. And Almond Ron St. Brown I had for 100 yards and. 77. If, there were, if the game went into overtime, I think I would have I think I would have crushed this one. But. Yeah, you you had a good shot with that if the game yeah. went into overtime. You needed one more catch from Gibbs, one more catch from who was the other? It was Gibbs and Rashad White. Oh, Rashad White. Yeah, yeah. And then Which, the- who had dropped one right at the end of the game cuz it was like yeah, started right. swinging it out to him and he just clanked off his hands. Yep. Not not that yeah, it made any difference. But I thought I had a real shot at this. I was like, "You know what? It wasn't close, but it was. It wasn't close, but it was. You know, if you only hit two of five legs on a part of it's not great. But each of those legs was none of them were like, oh my gosh, there's no chance. This is stupid. You know? Yeah. Another drive each. I I there was a good chance I could have hit it. Possibly. Yep. But whatever. But but it was fun. It was fun. I don't I don't really do any of that stuff. Like I said, I couldn't get into any of these. I mean, Stevie D's question pertains to quarterbacks of your favorite teams and what you will expect uh your favorite what you want your favorite teams to do at quarterback over the next four well months. i'm really hoping that we move off of Derek carr and we find somebody in the oh wait not a saints fan <laughs> <laughs> womp, womp. let me tell you what's gonna happen steve and then let me tell you what i wish would happen for the falcons uh-huh. what's gonna happen is they're gonna sign like a kirk cousins or 
they're going to go get a Justin Fields fat kind of thing. What I wish would happen is they would slide up a couple spots and go get Jaden Daniels or Drake May. That's what I wish they would do. I don't think they have the capital, and I, I'm not sure I wanted to spend the capital on Caleb Williams unless they can do it. I mean, maybe maybe they could pull it off. They gave up next year's first and this year's and a player or something. We can make that happen. But Well, they're sitting at the eighth pick. Right. That's a, nice a lot of QB needy teams ahead of them. Right. They got to move up. The fifth spot is where you want to get the Chargers pick. If you move up to five, you're jumping over the Giants. Arizona doesn't need a quarterback. So you have the first three teams getting the – I guess it's going to go quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. So. They got Arizona They got Arizona getting Marvin Harrison Jr. in all of what I've seen lately. But. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tough to – I mean, the only tri- team would be Chicago, and that's – I don't think they, – they either take quarterback or they trade out. That's, that's it. There's no way that. they can take – Marvin Harrison Jr. at 101. I mean, if you're if you, if they Atlanta wants to move from eight to one, that you're talking that's expensive. The first and second this year, first and second next year, probably. That's expensive. CBD yeah. says when it turns out to be Andy Dalton, will you actually become a Saints fan? Fuck no! Are you crazy? What the hell's wrong with you? Flat I hope your kids are listening there right now. I hope they learn all kinds of fucking bad words. <laughs> Dude, Never I'm, Saints. Never I'm hearing Saints. I'm hearing people talk about Flacco next season, and I'm like, are we fuck? Are you serious? Get out of here! This is lightning in a bottle for him. Lightning in a bottle. Come on, yep. Flacco. Agree even his that. kids, even his kids know that he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, holy shit, Daddy got a paycheck. Well, he he was on one of the. It wasn't Hard Knocks, but the Jets were they. They do like a they do like an in-house hard knocks or whatever. Right. I don't know if you saw the clip of like Flacco is in the quarterback room and he's telling a story about his kids always telling him he sucks. So he's like says for the first time in my life I'm looking up Joe Flacco uh, highlights on YouTube so I could prove to my 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 kids that I'm <laughs> a terrible quarterback. <laughs> Funny. No, I didn't watch any of the Jets insider uh, uh, like. Well, for, I mean, for, for Stevie D's question, if, if it applies to me and the Jets, it's not so much. Uh, I, would get, I guess your question that would apply to me would be what what the Jets are going to do, a backup quarterback, because that's the big, the pressing need, clearly. Yeah, they need to find a starter at backup quarterback. Right. I mean, I would love. Because when Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, they're going to need a starter. Well, you know what was interesting is – the Jordan Love model that the pack or the Packers model at quarterback that they've had three quarterbacks since like 1992. Right. Like it doesn't make any sense, but they've, they've groomed them the same way for Rogers and, and love and the NFL is a copy league. You have Rogers right now. They're going to, they might take a stab at a quarterback. There's a lot of, there's a lot of rumors that the jets are looking to trade down and Joe Douglas has never traded down in his in his since he's been the GM of the Jets. He's never traded down. He's always traded up. So maybe he they, he takes a shot at one of these rookie quarterbacks that are. I mean, they're all not going to go in the top fifteen, but maybe he takes a shot at a a Penix, Knicks, or even a McCarthy to sit behind Rodgers for a year. I mean, 
depends on how the draft shakes out. I mean, he's not going to trade up into the first round yeah. quarterback. He doesn't have a second round pick. Right. So, so yeah, but, but so yeah, we're talking like a Jacoby Brissett or a Minshew or somebody like that. That's that's what that's what they're going to do. I, I think they're focusing on Jacoby Brissett. I, but yeah, um, they're going to have to go for a Brissett or more. You know, I'd love them to. I'd love to, to, for them to get Justin Fields. Let him sit behind Rodgers. I don't think they can sprinkle him in. Sprinkle him in for some some splash plays every now and again. That I don't speed. think they can afford Justin Fields. Yeah, I know. Especially if Aaron Rodgers keeps talking about, oh, I'm going to play for two or three more years. Well, they're going to have to. They're going to have to invest all their money in the offensive line. So they're going to spend a ton of money there. And they need a quarterback. They, cannot, they better not run a bag with Flacco. That doesn't make any sense. I can't see that happening. They're not going to go. Baker's already proven that he can start. So he'll be looking for a starting job. Yeah. I, man, that's scary to me. I mean, we're talking at a uh, we're talking like like a like um like a Ryan Tannehill will probably come to the Jets. You that's know? interesting. If Tannehill ends up on the Jets, I'll be trying to buy. Because I have no <laughs> faith. I have no faith that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to. For both of our teams, so it's, it sucks that we still have to deal with this. I mean, yeah. man, when the Jets traded up, they had like the it was like the sixth or seventh pick. They traded up to the third pick to to get Sam Darnold, and that was in 2018 in March, St. Patrick's Day. Actually, they made the deal. And I was like. They finally did it. They finally traded up to get the quarterback. Right. It's just been just a ridiculous Jets bullshit. Just Jets bullshit. I think how many quarterbacks have been been how many quarterbacks have started for the Jets since then? Since they drafted Darnold. I don't know. Fuck. Eight, nine. Oh. I don't know. But a lot. And Packers have had three quarterbacks. Last thirty thirty years doesn't make any sense larry's got dug out so frustrated he came yeah thanks as soon as stevie d sent that question about your favorite teams i'm like i don't feel like talking about the jets it's the first thing i said to myself and here i go Ugh, make myself <laughs> sick. it's making myself sick Ari's art has been trying to get me to take an offer and it was actually not a bad offer in a vacuum <laughs> this is in the hot sauce listener league i um uh, i got obviously a pretty good team Traded for Dak and CD. Didn't give up anything of note, of note off my lineup. So now I'm looking at a really stacked team. In this situation where you have someone like, you know, you have three quarterbacks that are startable with Tua, Kyler, and uh, um, now Dak. You got a shit ton of running backs. CMC, Brees Hall. Bijan, Joe Mixon, Derrick Henry, Najee, like David Montgomery now because he made it in that trade. And then you have wide receivers, Cup, Metcalf, CeeDee Lamb, Stephon Diggs. He's trying to sell me on three more players. He's like, take Eckler and uh, Debo and Adams. And, and he wants me to give him DK Metcalf an early 25 first next year. I can't. I just can't drive myself to go acquire three more players on a roster where I can't even start all the guys that I have right now. Like if I was to try and start everybody, I, 
I couldn't put together a lineup without being like, oh crap, I don't need, I need to figure out who I can't start or who I need to not start, whatever. So that's one thing that I mean, he's been trying to sell me on players. He's, I, I don't know if he's gutting his team or if he just wants to hit the reset button and acquire a bunch of players and picks and turn them into points next year or what. I can't figure it out. But uh, yeah, he's been sending out trade offers like crazy because, of course, we're hearing about them. <laughs> oh, you hey, you join the Patreon, you get in the you get the little the tidbits, you get to hear other trade offers and we talk about them and you do get to hear other trade offers. And you and you also get the uh this person offered me this without it being blacked out all the time. <laughs> I, just, I just actually see what people are offering. But yep. like I said, it wasn't a terrible offer, it just doesn't make any sense for my team with all the players I have. It's like, man. That's a lot to to acquire. You know, first, you I'm start, start cutting players. You have to start looking at uh, what you want to give me for George Kittle. I don't have to start doing anything until August. Oh, well, you can start now, so you can come up. You can start thinking of a good, nice offer you could send me, and then I'll then I'll counter it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Which means I'm going to start with like two fourth rounders. Uh. Damn, oh, I just got two trade offers from him right now. Oh, yeah. It, he, it was the same offer, except he had a cream hunt. I'm sorry. <laughs> cream hunt is not moving the needle. So I feel so like Firezard would like – he would like to be in a league. He would like Dobbins on his team. Someone has to – someone trade Firezard Dobbins so he can start firing off J.K. Dobbins trades. He left that trade up there for one minute. You want to hear what the actual trade was? Eckler, Adams, Debo, and Kareem Hunt. I give up Metcalf, an early 25 first, Noah Brown, Devin Tompkins, and a second. Oh, really, it's a 25 third, but we know how those work. It's going to be a second-round player. Yeah. So, and that's how I described it. I didn't even mention Devin Tompkins and Noah Brown. It's like, eh, I don't care about any of those. No. Uh, But DK Metcalf, the – Early 25 first and a second round for Eckler, Adams, Debo, and Cream Hunt. My problem is I've told him I'm not really interested in buying Adams or Eckler at market value. I, I have no interest in them at market value just because I think they're declining assets. And I mean, Eckler clearly lost something. Yeah, you don't want Eckler on your team. I don't need Eckler. For sure I don't. I got like six mm-hmm. running backs I could start. In a start 11, I'm running out of starting spots. All right. Well, hey, you want to get in on some of this listener league talk, then shoot us a message and get the orphan that we got. Yeah. We'll run dispersal as soon as uh, folks are paid up. I know that everybody's good to go. Leave a a review. Give us a rating. Five-star rating. How about that That's, one? You know what? We have not asked or mentioned oh, yeah. in a while, Larry. Good call. Don't start on that. doing that. Yeah, so, too yeah. bad it's at the end of the show when no one's listening anymore. Uh, you know, a few people might make it here. You know what? The Maybe. people that are going to leave five-star reviews, they're they're at the back, the back end of the show here. Let's leave some reviews. Join the Patreon next week. Oh, let's. What do you think? We got to get. It. We should get a guest on next week. Try to work I think on that's that. Good idea. We'll bring somebody on. Try to get a guest on next week. Wonder who it'll be. If you want us to get somebody on, shoot us a message. We'll get them on for you. Yeah. Larry has it. no shame. He'll ask anybody. No, doesn't matter. Pope, we've got the Pope coming on in May. That's right. 
Pope. The Larry reached out to the Pope. I bet you we could get Denzel Mims now. He's sure he's probably probably, <laughs> he's he's probably love to come on. He's got some free time. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next week then. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Larry Monkey and Justin Rogers talking down.